National Families Week here in Australia and every single day we've been doing a topic that pertains to family life because let's all be honest, family life is one of the most glorious things on the planet and also can be one of the trickiest things to deal with. And so today we're going to talk about an issue that every single family deals with, has dealt with or will deal with. And that is the topic of anxiety in both adults and children. And I tell you what, I could, look, I think I could be a professional speaker on this because I've battled it, <laughs> but we can actually get a real professional in. Dr. Jodie Richardson is an expert on anxiety. She spent 20 25 years in the field of health. She's got books about it, podcasts about it. She is a glorious human and she joins us in the studio. Good morning, Dr. Jody. Good morning. Thank you for having me. This is a big, huge topic. There's so much we could we could do. Well, you do an entire podcast about anxiety. But this morning, we just want to narrow it down to talking about families and anxiety because it can cause a lot of problems in families if it's left unattended, right? It really can. It's so contagious. It's something that can come from a parent to a child and a child will pick up on it if a parent is feeling stressed. They just sense it and then they start to pick up on that and that affects the way they think and feel. But equally, when our kids are stressed and anxious or really nervous about something, we pick up on it. Mm. And when we've got that awareness of how it can transfer from one person to another, we're in a better position to be able to do something about it. Mm. For me, Jodie, it's like the chicken before the egg or the egg after the chicken. When it comes to kids seeing their parents either being anxious suffering from anxiety, or on the other hand, dealing with anxiety, there's a conversation that has to happen in both circumstances, isn't there? Yeah, you're exactly right. Mm. If it's left unsaid, it's still picked up on. And I'm very much one for being open and honest about mental health. Although for a long time, I didn't use the word anxiety in my home in the strange (laughs) hope that for some reason, my kids wouldn't inherit this gene and end up with the struggles that I've had. But when we can normalise it as an emotion, we, we're happy as in families to talk about disappointment mm. and rejection and embarrassment and sadness. And anxiety is another emotion that we can start to educate our kids around. It's mm. this response that we have when we're anticipating something or when there's uncertainty or when there's change. Mm. And it's very normal and it comes and goes and it shows we care about things. But for some people, it becomes a problem. And for someone like me who lives with an anxiety disorder, Mm. and Lucy, you've Mm. been really open about yours as well, I think that we do our kids a great service if we can talk about it, educate them around it, and let them know that, look, this is something that I live with. This is what happens. This is how I manage it. And this is something that we can all learn more about and support each other with because it is a part of everyone's life at some stage. Yeah, that's such a a great idea to normalise it with kids. I mean, I'm just even reflecting on my own daughter. I don't actually think we've sat down and chatted about what is anxiety. Isn't that interesting? We talk about every other emotion, but not really that one. You're right. It's almost like if we don't mention it, if we don't name (laughs) it, it won't happen. But I... I am an anxious person and I have seen my daughter display traits of that sometimes as well. And I've noticed that when my anxiety is higher, hers is higher. Or when I come out and it's like I was thinking recently, the time had gotten away from me and we had to leave to go somewhere. And I came out and I came out of the room at this late, late stage of anxiety going, we're going to be late. And I was right up at 10. And my little daughter who'd just been chilling, she just went to 10 straight away too and burst into tears. I was like, what, what? And she's crying. And then I realized, I was like, why? what did you, I didn't help the situation at all. I should have just come out calm and gone, hey, 
we just gotta get moving. But I saw it's like looking in a mirror, watching her burst into tears, and I instantly knew that it was just me that had caused that moment, that my level of anxiety just triggered something in her. So it's something I'm really, really well aware of. But what tips would you give? Look, it's gonna happen. We need to forgive ourselves yes. and move on and learn yes. for the next time. But what tips would you give parents? to help them come down into a more calmer state of mind when dealing with kids because kids trigger us. They do. And then oh we trigger gosh. them. Yes. And it's a circle of triggering. <laughs> it is. I think three quick things. First and foremost, self-compassion because we do stuff up as parents. I did yesterday. I won't share exactly what happened <laughs> because it's not really for public consumption, but I did lose it yesterday and I came back and apologised. So first mm. of all, compassion for myself that – I was feeling anxious and I took it out on one of my kids, but I also, I can forgive myself and show myself the kindness that I would show a friend, but also I apologized and yeah. said to her later, look, I'm really sorry that mm. that was uncalled for. Mm. And this is why I behaved that way, but I'm apologizing. So self-compassion coming back with an apology, mm. if we do step outside of our values and we behave in a way that we don't you know, really feel good about, because yeah. that's normal. Mm. And another way is to cope out loud so to have this idea that when you feel your anxiety coming that you can recognize what it feels like mm. is it your tummy is it your racing heart do you start to sweat are you trembling recognize when it's coming and and cope out loud by saying I'm feeling anxious right now so I'm going to take control of my breathing or I'm going to go and run out around outside with a dog or sharing with your kids this is what's happening for me and this is what I'm doing about it not only shows them that look mum or dad is going through something mm. but this is how mum and dad is dealing with it in a really healthy way so that's a real learning curve for them as well I love that as a parent Jody and an expert in the field I think you could speak into this as well because we had parents that were perfect they'd been to parenting university every decision they made was the right decision Don't question it. they showed very little emotion <laughs> these days my kids know I'm a complete dumpster fire sometimes <laughs> where's the balance between trying to be in control as a parent because you don't mm. want to be whispering at night time I don't know if we're going to be able to make rent this month good night yes where do you where, where's the sliding scale on being open about the fact that we're all failed human beings and we're just sometimes making it up as we go but also trying to be the parent because kids need to know that there's a plan and that yes. mum and dad aren't just falling apart all the time that's exactly right and that's that comes with experience. Sometimes we step over the mark, we might overshare a little bit and then we realise, hang on a second, that was just stepping a little bit too far and sharing too much a, little, a little bit too much information. <laughs> and we learn from those experiences. But I think our children definitely need to know that someone's steering the ship, Yeah. but also to know that the person steering the ship is not infallible, mm. that we, we are human. And one of the greatest gifts that we can share as parents is to let our kids know that it is really important that we experience all of our feelings mm. and so to be able to say one of my kids said last night I'm feeling really flat and I said that's okay it's okay we have all sorts of feelings all the time it's yeah. not the norm to be happy all the time mm. and if they can see that we can model that that we can experience how we feel and we put strategies into place that can help us to move through our feelings model that for our kids I think that that's role modelling and helping our kids be comfortable experiencing even the feelings they don't like is really powerful. So important. I mean, we are on this earth for such a short time, really. We've but a breath in the wind. And 
the whole gamut of emotions is actually a beautiful thing we can step back and go what a privilege it is sometimes to feel sadness how incredible that when we're having anxiety it's actually your brain trying to help warn you or freak you out because this is what we're doing our, our bodies are extraordinary things and it is important you're right to teach kids that all these things are all normal they're all okay and you just move through them dr jody we love you thank you so much for reminding us that these kind of things are well anxiety is not a bad word it's not a dirty word it is just something that we can move through and it's very very normal we appreciate your time on national families week thank you thanks for having me